Hello, Googleization Nation. Welcome to Better Leaders, Better Workplaces, a GGG Unleashed podcast with thought leader Vivian Blaine. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. In each of Vivian's episodes, we'll cover the latest trends and emerging practices around creating resilient workplaces. Let's begin. Is there always a seat at the table for HR in your organization? Do business leaders rarely move forward with decisions without HR's voice? Welcome back, Googleization Nation. I'm Vivian Blade, your host. In today's episode, we're going to be tackling these questions and revealing influence essentials for HR professionals. I was talking with one of my clients recently, Michelle Fant Harris, about her experiences as former Executive Vice President of Human Resources and challenges for HR and having an influential voice in leadership circles. One of the statements she made really helped to put HR's frustration with influencing in that seat at the table in perspective. She reminded me that HR doesn't generate direct revenue for the company. It's considered a cost center. So HR is often viewed as more of a support function than a strategic function. In fact, Sage found in their research that 57% of C-suite executives responding in their study still see HR as largely playing an administrative role. So how you show up in partnership across the business really does matter. As organizations attempt to reinvent themselves, HR has never been in a better position to lead this evolution because of the changing needs around human capital. You and I know that human capital is your greatest asset. Yet with the focus on daily operations, leaders often overlook the impact of your human capital on your ability to operate effectively. In my last podcast episode, Seat at the Table, HR Then, Now, and in the Future, I gave you three strategies for getting that seat at the table. These strategies are one, be curious, two, be actively engaged in defining the vision for the business, three, be visible and present. And I shared with you a guide, HR seat at the table, how to get it and keep it, that you could access from the resources section of the show notes. In that guide, I go into more detail on those three strategies as well as two others I didn't have time to discuss during that episode. Those other two strategies are, number four, communicate your value, and five, scale your influence. Make sure you go back and catch that episode and download the HR Seat at the Table guide if you haven't already. In this episode, I'm continuing to give you even more strategies around HR's value creation. Strategy number five from my HR seat at the table guide that I just mentioned, how to scale your influence, is so important that I wanna go deeper on this strategy for you. I'm going to give you my five point framework with key actions to put you, HR, in a better position to influence those important decisions around the direction of your organization and its ability to successfully achieve its goals. My Influence with Scale Framework guides HR professionals in how to gain greater respect and credibility 
and have even greater impact. Raise your hand with me if that's something you could use more of. Now, I've shared this framework with thousands of HR professionals through my workshops at the SHRM Annual Conference and a number of SHRM State Council Conferences. My sessions have been packed, and the feedback I've gotten has proven that these strategies work. So get out your pen and paper and get ready to take notes. In the research for my latest book, Influence and Talent Development, I found that there are five specific principles that are critical to increasing your influence. And along with those principles, there are specific strategies you need to implement. The word SCALE is an acronym I use to represent each of the principles in the framework. The five influence principles are social capital, courage, authenticity, leaning in with passion, and engaging a diverse and inclusive workplace community. I'll give you some quick takeaways on each of these. Let's begin with social capital, which is the first influence principle. Relationship management is one of the foundational skills that's outlined in the SHRM body of knowledge. Social capital will help you get better at building those solid relationships. Social capital is the opposite of merely transactional relationships. It builds from consistent investments in growing mutual, selfless relationships. Think for a minute about the people who influence you most. They are the people with whom you have those relationship investments. You've built a relationship of mutual trust by first giving without expecting any favors in return. Your influence action is to be intentional about investing in growing mutual, selfless relationships. Here's an example. Michelle Fant Harris told me how she does this. Her objective has always been, how can I help make your job easier? How can we deliver excellent service and help minimize the pain points for you, especially related to people? bring solid HR information and resources to help them solve their work-related problems, she said. And instead of being so rigid, her HR department learned to be more agile in meeting the needs of the organization. Meet with the CEO to understand the pressing needs for the company and how HR can help with resolving those issues. Also, you want to think about joining action task force groups that are solving business problems. Add a perspective on the human element about how to solve those business problems. Michelle and her team grew not only business relationships, but also many friendships by focusing on how can we serve you. The second influence principle is courage. Exerting your influence can sometimes feel like you're stepping off of a diving board for the first time into the deep water. There are numerous times in HR when you have to build up the guts to face tough situations. Courageous influence is not arrogance, trying to convince others that you have all the answers. Courage is a willingness to engage someone with whom you have yet to begin to build social capital being open to different perspectives, opinions, and solutions, and constructively working through the messiness to achieve the best outcomes. 
Your influence action is to step up to your value proposition. One of the first courageous steps may be to use your position of influence, even without an explicit invitation. Shirley Chisholm, an icon in our country's political and African-American history, said that if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring in a folding chair. In 1968, she was the first Black woman elected to the United States Congress. And in 1972, she was the first African-American woman of a major political party to seek the nomination for president of the United States. Shirley Chisholm faced strong discrimination and opposition, but that didn't stop her. She was courageous. She grew her influence and used her influence to make this country and the world better for all of us. She said she wanted to be remembered as a woman who dared to be a catalyst of change. In our roles as HR professionals, we can be inspired by Shirley Chisholm's illustration of courageous influence to be catalysts of change in our organizations. Here's an example. What happens when you throw a pebble in the water? It creates a rippling effect that can extend across a good portion of the body of water. There are times when leaders don't adequately recognize the ripple effect of their decisions and how far they extend, especially often related to the impact on your human capital. What's the impact on morale, trust, culture, retention, productivity? What are the legal implications? Your insights might not always be popular, but they are an essential voice so that better decisions can be made. The third influence principle is authenticity. People can tell when you're faking it. I want you to picture a chameleon in your mind right now. These reptiles have the ability to change their skin color, to regulate their body temperature, or to protect themselves. They also possess a long projectile tongue used to catch their prey. You can probably think of someone who reminds you of a chameleon. They change opinions based on who's around or say what they think will get them political points. So what does authenticity look like? If you are authentic, you are self-aware and astutely conscientious in your interactions with others. People know what to expect from you because of your consistency. You're not arrogant, realizing that you are not and don't have to try to be perfect. You own your mistakes and apologize for any hurt or harm that is caused. You don't try to control others' opinions or actions, but are honestly interested in different perspectives. Even when a situation is sensitive or requires toughness, your motives are genuine. Your influence action is to be adaptable, not artificial. As HR professionals, I know sometimes you feel like you're in a rock and a hard place in the middle of different situations. You can feel like that chameleon, yet you've got to be objective as you engage all parties. And frankly, some people are skeptical of HR. So how do you increase your authentic influence? It begins with self-awareness. 
Utilize the why discovery to get an understanding of why and how you fundamentally operate. Then assessments such as DISC and emotional intelligence can help you understand your behavioral preferences and how your behavior adapts under pressure. Explore your core values and the principles of your character that are important for you. When you can adapt well without compromising who you are, your influence with others will continue to rise. The fourth influence principle is leaning in with passion. Leaning into your work with passion reflects a willingness to invest your time and energy into what you believe is important. Passion inspires you to strive to be and to give your best. Passion sparks curiosity, a thirst for learning and growing so that you can use that knowledge to contribute in meaningful ways in your work. Your interest is in achieving the best possible outcome for and with your team. You're driven by and focused on making an impact that matters. I'll go back to my conversation with HRVP Michelle Fant Harris. She said, HR doesn't generate revenue, but we can give excellent service to those who do. So her team didn't allow anyone to put them in a box. They knew their value and were always looking for ways to apply their value in helping their colleagues solve their biggest challenges and in making their lives easier. Your influence action is to tap into why so that you can lean in with your best effort. To tap into your why, you have to know your why. A lot of people say, I want to be in HR because I want to help people. The realities of a role in HR often challenge that premise. If you can connect that reasoning with a deeper purpose, you will be emotionally engaged in your work and your workplace. How do you learn what your why is? Complete the why discovery. You may have seen Simon Sinek's TED Talk, How Great Leaders Inspire Action. He explains how our inspiration starts with why. The why discovery is based on Simon Sinek's work and reveals your why operating system, why you do what you do, how you bring your why to life, and what you ultimately bring to the world through your why. The why discovery is an essential tool for both individuals and teams. If you want to learn more about it, be sure to contact me. The final influence principle is engaging a diverse and inclusive workplace community. Influential leaders expand their circle inclusive of different cultures, opinions, experiences, and expertise that each contribute to a vibrant community. You invite engagement and convergence by growing in understanding and respect for each person. You're proactive at enhancing your knowledge about the members of your community. You build a tribe around a common why and by inviting and welcoming all the assets that come from people's uniqueness. Your influence action is to unleash community influence. A team or an organization possesses greater influence if the influence is shared among its members, not treated as a power position or held to the leader or one or two individuals. 
demonstrate that you have a strong bench. Another client of mine spends time with each employee to better understand their interests and their strengths. Then she uses opportunities to position her team to be recognized as knowledgeable experts. She spends time to coach and preparation for a big presentation to ensure her team is successful. Their influence as a team has grown significantly. Yours can too. Okay, so now you have it. My five-point influence with scale framework with five actions to put you, HR, in a position of deeper influence. In summary, those five principles are social capital, courage, authenticity, leaning in with passion, and engaging a diverse and inclusive workplace community. What will you do to scale your influence? Make sure you check out the resources for this episode. Influence Essentials for HR is a reference resource for the five-point scale your influence framework I shared with you here today. And your guide, HR's Seat at the Table, How to Get It and Keep It, gives you strategies to position HR's voice in strategic decisions. I'll be offering a retreat in the coming months to help you outline your seat at the table playbook. So stay tuned. I work with organizations to build better leaders and better workplaces. Let's work together to enhance yours. And connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm always sharing resources and generating conversations about the topics we talk about on this podcast. I'd love to hear from you. If you're ready to step up your level of influence for you and your team, or you'd like for me to bring this message to your SHRM conference or corporate event, let's have a conversation. I'm here to help. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and learning how to develop better leaders and better workplaces. We'll be back next month with Vivian for another episode. But until then, you can access some of Vivian's resources by visiting her website, vivianplay.com. And remember, don't let the shift hit your plans.